welcome to The B Word, the podcast for women in real estate who want to unlock the clarity needed to put your big girl panties on and rock your career like the true boss you are. I'm Joanne Bolt, your host, and together we'll dive into the things your broker doesn't teach you in order to own your own path, disown the things getting in the way to finding your place, and stop apologizing for the obstacles you had to overcome along the way. If you're ready to stop playing small and take action in your professional life, this is the place for you. Hey, everybody, and thanks for joining today. I wanted to hop in really fast and just kind of go through what I have been hearing a lot of questions about lately is what the heck do we do in this shifting market? Many, many, many of you real estate agents got into this market in 2020, and it was exploding with a lack of inventory, skyrocketing prices by the sellers, and quite frankly, you have no idea what to do now. Go ahead and give me a comment below, a shout out if I'm right, because I think that I am. So I kind of wanted to dive into what the heck do you do to not compromise your business right now? Number one. Go back to the fundamentals. You may not have a solid base of fundamentals because you didn't have time to learn them when you got into the business, but they are there. They do exist. And if you don't have a mentor telling you what the heck the fundamentals are, let me go ahead and give you a clue in. An email list is a fundamental. I don't care what CRM you use. I don't care what database you use. Here's what I do care about. Have you gathered the email addresses of your people and have you sorted them and tagged them so you know who to email out and how to email them? Let me also tell you something. Ladies, nobody wants market updates. Nobody wants you to mass email them on which home is on the market, what's coming up, or what the heck is going on. They do want you to email them with relevant content information that they would find interesting, something that you yourself would open. So if you're wondering what to email your clients to stay in front of them, take a step back, look at what you're sending out and think, hmm, if I were not in the real estate industry, would I open this and read it? If the answer is yes, send that out. If the answer is no, go back, rethink this through and edit it to make yourself relevant to your people. Your email list is something that, again, no matter what CRM you use, You will be able to download it if you ever change CRMs, and so no one can ever take it away from you. It will belong to you for the rest of your business. You should make use of it and create a solid email list that you use, not one that just sits on a desktop somewhere. The other thing is create a consistent marketing plan. You may not have had to do this up until this point. A lot of us, I mean, I'm seeing a shocking amount of people in the MLS that we're taking photos of properties on their iPhone and throwing them up there. Yeah, I know our Apple iPhones have gotten darn good at taking photography, but that is not the same as a professional photographer. However, that's not your marketing plan that I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the marketing plan that you put into the universe so that potential clients find you. You need to be marketing at all times. Because you're in the game of sales. It just is what it is. Get over it and get on with the game plan. If you have no idea how to start marketing, you have been playing around with a couple of content ideas. 
I will give a plug in that July 12th, our next C-suite meeting is all about social media. So if you want to figure out how to start using YouTube or TikTok or Instagram, and you want to get little 25-minute snippets to get you brain thinking, get you engaged in the thought process of how do I use social media in my business, make sure you tune in to the C-suite July 12th. You can register for it on our website, realbosswomen.com. Even if you don't plug in on that day, I need you to plug into a consistent marketing plan. That is how you're going to be sustainable in this business. All right, number two, the thing you need to know, you've got to solidify your relationships. Let's be honest here just for a second. Listing agents, you may have pissed off some buyer's agents over the last year and a half. It's time to take them out for a cocktail, give them a warm hug, slap on the back, say, I'm sorry, but you need those agents in your community to want to work with you again. Start picking your phone back up. That will help. Buyer's agents, you may have pissed off some listing agents over the last couple of years with your extreme neediness because you needed to know if the offer was getting accepted. It's okay, y'all. Everyone did it. We're all going to just move on with our lives. We're going to love each other again as the realtor community, and we're going to keep going. But now's the time for you to start getting back out there and being an agent that other agents want to work with. You also need to solidify the relationships with your potential clients. Pick the phone up and call them. Do not just send them an email. Do not just send them a text message. Call them. Find out what they're thinking. How are they feeling? Do they have any questions about the market? Do they have anything that you can help them with at all? But I want to warn you, be the remedy and not the cause. What I mean by that is don't create stress and havoc. Do not freak them out over what the market is doing. Please don't make the phone calls of, holy hell, the interest rates are rising. You better buy now because they're going to be 7 or 8% by the end of the year. Guess what, guys? Your buyers probably already know that. The Fed has been very clear that they are raising interest rates through the end of this year, and anyone watching any form of the news or any internet, social media is seeing this happen. There's no reason for you to do scare tactics to gain buyers. It will bite you in the butt. And I'm going to go ahead and dive into a very unpopular opinion that I've had for a while that sometimes people agree with me and sometimes they don't, but... This is the B word, so I give it to you like I see it. We did not cause the lack of inventory. Be clear when I say that. The realtor community did not cause the lack of inventory. They did not cause prices to skyrocket. They also didn't help the situation either. Because every time we got on social media bragging about how much over list price we got for our sellers, it actually gave sellers permission to demand higher prices, it also scared some of the buyers off because they knew that they were going to have to overpay for these homes. I've had many clients in the last year say, Joanne, I would love to sell my home right now, but I don't know where to go. They knew that the inventory was that bad. Why? Because every time they opened social media, a realtor was telling them that. Now, was it that bad? Heck yes, it was. But did we need to use the scare tactic to create clients, or did it actually partially backfire on us and maybe have cost us a couple of clients? I just want you to chew on that for, <clears throat> for a couple of seconds and then realize that maybe 
Because of that scenario, right now as interest rates are rising, we just gently guide the public and educate them on what's happening without trying to use it as a way to get them to go ahead and buy now before the interest rates continue rising. It's not going to work, ladies. Don't do the scare tactic. All right, the third thing you need to do, be the expert. If the market is cooling down in your area, you probably have a little bit more time on your hands. Now's the time to really dive into education and knowledge value for your clients. If you're a new agent, here's one thing I want to challenge you to do. I want you to go and look at three homes a day for the next 30 days. 30 days straight, three homes a day. You will get to know the neighborhoods around you. You will get to know what kind of homes are in those neighborhoods. What is considered luxury in your area? What is really the top and bottom of the price point? If you're in a heightened price point in your area, what do you actually see in those homes versus what you expected to see? Are you really seeing granite and quartz or are you really seeing nest and high-end technology or are you just seeing the basics? A lot of our agents out there legitimately do not understand the difference in home builders, home styles, and what to expect as normal. They'll throw something on the MLS, call it an upgraded basement, and honey, that basement in that particular neighborhood is at the bottom barrel of a basement. So if you don't know the inventory and you don't know what you're selling, you're not going to be able to convert a buyer because you can't just spit stuff out at the top of your head. You need to know what's out there. So go preview homes. Be the expert. All right, number four, expand your influence with other agents. I know I touched on this earlier when I said, go make up with the agents you may have pissed off in this market. But what I'm really talking about with expanding your agent base is go and find those agents in the surrounding areas that you may be able to refer back and forth. Now is the time to hone in on who's moving into your area, where are they coming from, and who, where are they going out to? So I'm in the Atlanta area. We are getting a lot of people in from New York, New Jersey, and California. Those are areas I would want to reach out to agents, establish solid relationships on Instagram or Clubhouse or other Facebook even, ways that I can DM back and forth and get to know your personality and who you are as an agent. Because the more you get to know the other agents, the more likely they are to refer you. I think we're getting past the days of simply saying, oh, hey, I need a referral agent for someone in Dallas, Texas, and then 1,500 agents, you know, just put a name in the comment below. I think we're getting into the age because of social media and because of the groups that we join on Facebook, like the Real Boss Women community, and because of the opportunities that we have, we can actually form better relationships with these agents around the country So you have a better idea of who you're sending your client to when they ask you for a referral. Now is your time to really get in there, dig in, and figure out who those agents are that you need to know, because it will actually probably generate, I would say, between 10 and 15% of your business next year if you take the time now to do it. Okay, the fifth thing you need to know to not let this market shift derail your business is that we're about to have a mass exodus. I'm going to repeat that one. We are about to have a mass exodus of the real estate industry, and that is okay. It is okay for agents who got in when it was hot and don't want to put in the work now 
to politely bow out. It actually balances the scales a whole lot for the agents and the mortgage officers that want to be in this business full-time and really value it as a profession to let those other agents gently step out of the business for just a little while. If you don't want to put in the work, honey, it's okay. You don't have to make a big stink about it. Just slightly reduce your business and kind of walk away. It's okay. If you are going to stay in the business, now is the time to really understand that a lot of those agents are going to leave the business. It's your opportunity to pick up their former clients. When you're showing up on social media, you're showing up in the communities, you're making yourself a value add to the people around you, then they don't have a reason to use their bestie from the tennis team who now isn't even doing real estate they're going to turn to you naturally. And oh, by the way, if this is hitting home for you as someone listening in going, yeah, I'm really actually not sure I want to do this anymore. It doesn't mean you actually have to leave the industry. Now could be the time that you explore other options. Is your strength and genius zone really in the paperwork and transaction coordination area and not so much in these sales and having to find clients all the time? Great. Girl, I know some people you can talk to. They're probably hiring. Give me a DM and I'll hook you up. Is your zone of genius more in the staging of the homes, the interior design, the remodeling, and less in the sales aspect of finding the clients? Fantastic. DM me and I can guide you in how to shift your business out of straight sales and into other arenas in the real estate ecosystem that may suit you better. And it's okay to say that. It's okay to raise your hand and think, yeah, yeah, it's me you're talking to. It's me. We will love you and support you and help you find the correct spot in the real estate ecosystem for you if being a salesperson just isn't the right thing. And if being a salesperson is right for you, we're also here to help you figure out how to make that business happen, how to create your marketing strategy. We're going to hold your hand the whole way as we make it through this market shift. It's happened before. It'll happen again. None of us are any worse for the wear for a market shift. You just have to adjust your mindset. Make it a great day, guys. 